Welcome to the A Plus EdTech Podcast. My name is Ashley McBride, and I'm an instructional technology facilitator in North Carolina. In this episode, we're going to talk about screencasting and creating your own videos so you can do a flipped or blended learning model. Now, there are tons of videos out there that would allow you to just go find something and then use that to flip or blend your classroom. But I'm going to tell you, your students are going to respond so much better if you're the one doing it. Also, if you're the one doing it, you're able to control the content, you're able to control the amount of time it takes to get through the content, and you're able to control the vocabulary that's used. So one example of this is when I was using flipped learning in my classes, I had to be very careful because I used the uh, verbiage predicate nominative instead of a predicate noun. Now, if you're not a grammar teacher and you don't remember what those terms mean, that's completely fine. I don't think most people do. But there are two words that mean exactly the same thing. So that was something that was important to me to make sure that the vocabulary was correct. Some of the negatives for this, it does take you a little bit of time to make videos, especially if you're not comfortable with it. You're going to end up pausing, saying um a lot, and you might not like the way your voice sounds, but I promise you will eventually get comfortable with it. I started using videos that I had created as my class instruction when I hit research papers with a group of students who continued to ask me the same questions over and over and over about formatting. And I completely understand that it's it's hard to remember every formatting aspect. And I kind of got tired of repeating myself over and over and giving the same lesson. So I created these videos and these videos, each one was titled specific parts of, we were doing MLA research papers, and it was titled by specific parts of each research paper. And they were just quick one to two minute videos explaining to them how to set up their paper so that they would be in proper MLA format for those specific sections. It was a success. My students were able to get to the information they needed without having to stop and ask me. I didn't have to keep repeating myself, and they didn't have to feel like that they were doing something wrong or holding the class back by asking again. The way I created my videos was I went into a website called Screencast-O-Matic, and Screencast-O-Matic will work with any Windows computer or Macintosh computer. It will not work with a Chromebook. If this poses a problem for you, I'm going to be talking about a couple of tools you can use with Chromebooks in just a second. But with Screencast-O-Matic, you're able to create videos up to 15 minutes long for free, and you can save them to your Screencast-O-Matic You can send them to YouTube or you can download them as video files onto your computer directly. So Screencast-O-Matic will allow you to capture your voice, will allow you to capture your screen. So if you have PowerPoint slides or if you're demonstrating something like I did when I was doing the research paper formatting, you can capture that from your screen Or you can also use your webcam, and you can do that simultaneously. So you can see the screen and then capture your webcam in a small box in the corner. You're only, again, going to have about 15 minutes, and that should be plenty. If you need more than that, you can always create multiple videos. 
If you're on a Chromebook, then you are going to need to use a couple of Google apps in order to do this type of video creation. And the two that I have used and that I find easiest to use would be Screencastify, which allows you to capture your screen and your voice, or ClipChamp. And ClipChamp will allow you to use your webcam to capture video. Now, why would you need webcam? Well, if you're a science teacher, you could do an experiment with your students, or you could videotape, have your students videotape an experiment and then share it out. I know that when I was in high school, I had a teacher who gave each of us a different unit and we had to do an experiment out of that unit to demonstrate to the class. It kind of saved on our materials and it allowed us to kind of lead the experiments ourselves. So if you were to do something along those lines, then the students could record themselves doing that experiment and then share it with their classmates. So those are options if you're going to be using a Chromebook. Again, these are not a, an exhaustive list. These are just the easiest ones that I've found. And of course, in later podcasts, I'll probably be discussing even more. Once you have the video, you can upload to YouTube. This is probably one of the easier ways to house all of your videos for free. Or you could, if you have a Google uh, G Suite, you could save it into your Google Drive as a video. Either way will work because Google Drive will automatically give it a URL, which will allow students to access it that way. Now, if you wanted, you could create a video that included a number of questions, or it could include comments written by you, and you could actually watch to see whether or not students had viewed the video, how long they had viewed the video, and then the questions that you embedded inside the video, whether or not they got those right or wrong. Of course, that's only if they're multiple choice questions. If they're open-ended questions, you're going to have to go back and check those. And the tool that I'm talking about is Edpuzzle. Edpuzzle works very well with YouTube if you were to house your materials on that, but it will also allow you to upload videos from your computer, or it'll allow you to pull your videos from your Google Drive. Also, it does sync with your Google Classroom. If you go to my website, aplusedtech.com, I have a couple of videos, one showing you how to use Screencast-O-Matic to capture a video and upload it to YouTube, and then the other one just giving you a quick overview of what Edpuzzle kind of looks like. It's by no means an in-depth operation to explain Edpuzzle to you and all of the various things, but it is going to show you how to get in and how to get a video set up. If you have any questions or comments, you can always find me on Twitter at A plus EdTech. And if you have any suggestions for future shows, or if you have some expertise that you'd like to share on a show, please feel free to contact me through Twitter or my website.